So you're kind of leaving your ego at the door. Yeah. And everybody just, everyone showed up to help each other. Mm. You know, it was a wonderful environment to be in. Mm. Really and you always great. get much more then because people give do. more because yes. they're actually enjoying it and yes. there's energy about yeah. that whole space. Yeah. That is exactly it. Yeah. Welcome to Hearts and Minds, a podcast that will help you to discover the extraordinary in your everyday life. Whether it's in your work, relationships or your spiritual life, we discuss topics of faith and life in a way to suit the unspiritual and devout alike. Wherever you are on your journey, this podcast should speak to you. We're delighted you're here. This is Maura Cassidy and I'm here with Adele Tinsley. Hello there. Hi, Adele. So the average person spends one third of their life working. And if you spend so much time working, are you becoming a better person in your workplace, wherever that is? In today's podcast, we will explore the magic ingredient that can transform your work, virtue. And if you want to leave your workplace every day a better person, then listen up. So Adele, we have considered on this podcast the importance of having purpose in our work, finding fulfillment in our work, enjoying our work. So this idea of becoming a better person is a very exciting idea. Can I share a couple of thoughts first on that before I know you're going to launch in? Absolutely, please, yeah. Well, the first thing that strikes me is that, say, purpose, fulfillment and enjoyment can be quite external. Mm. You know, they could be very internal as well. Course, but, yeah. you know, you could work for an amazing NGO, maybe combating world poverty. Mm. OK, and it's very purposeful and fulfilling workspace and you may even enjoy it a lot. OK, yeah. But are you, you know, you may not work in a workspace like that. Mm. So, you know, sometimes when we're feeling purposeful and fulfilled, it's easier to be the better you. Of course. Whereas in some workplaces, maybe it's a little less inspiring. Yeah. And yet it's a good job. Mm. So, you know, becoming a better person uh, in and through your great work, you know, needs to not depend on your circumstances. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. And um, if you wouldn't mind, actually, I'm going to jump in with a quote from... Victor Frankl, and he obviously is the survivor of the Holocaust. And um, I'm literally just going to quote him here. So between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. I, I think that just sums it up perfectly, really, you know. So, um, you know, what kind of person do you want to show up at as, mm, sorry, mm. what kind of person do you want to show up as at work, you know? And if he can get through the horrors of the Holocaust mm. and come out with that kind of, um, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you Learning. know, outlook. Yeah. And uh, like to be a positive person after the horrors of that, um, surely <laughs> we can turn up for nine to five and, and show up properly, you know? Mm. Mm, yeah, no. And I suppose every action makes you a better person or not. Exactly. Would you agree? Yes. And they are choices that you make from the very beginning of your day even, you know. We were talking earlier about um, our thoughts and mm. how our thoughts dictate our actions and then they become habits. So again, with our thoughts, we have choices over how we choose to talk or to how we choose to think. Mm. And we can change that for the good or for the bad. Mm. And um, and would you think, can I say, Adele, like yeah. the question, would you think you should choose your values up front? You know, you should choose them before, you know, you need to make that choice before you go into work every day. Oh, absolutely, yes. I mean, it's not obviously, you know, as easy as that necessarily every day. But if you can, um, I've actually just did a little bit of research on the 
uh, values, values in work, values in the workplace. And I'd come up with honesty, humility, humility and integrity. And I decided then to dive into Google and would you believe they had the same things. <laughs> so um, if if I may, I'm just kind of going to go through each individually mm. and maybe just give you a couple of, you know, scenarios Brilliant. that Brilliant. I've got. Super. Yeah. So um, honesty is, well, it's a fairly obvious one. Um, and actually I used to uh, work in a bank and constant access to cash when I was um, as a teller and then money in accounts that were actually dormant. So I could have easily, you know, dipped into that and clearly I, it's just not my, it's just not the way I would have done things. I saw the cash as monopoly money and the, you know, the the money in the accounts was, wasn't mine. So I, I never felt temptation. However, you know, there's plenty of people that might have been and, and were tempted in my workplace and, uh, you know, it is, it's, it's a big issue for people. Um, and not necessarily, you know, you have to be part of the, I don't know, the Italian job or something, mm, you know, to do yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it, it doesn't even have to be that malicious. It could just be people just, you know, dipping in for petty cash, mm. you know, um, cause you have a need and you exactly, just need to, and you think exactly. I'll pay it back. Yes. Yeah. And that's how you don't see it as stealing. Exactly. And you can justify it very easily, mm. but it's still stealing at the end of the day, mm. which, you know. Mm. Um, and then I got thinking about um, honesty, not in a very obvious way there, but just honesty with your colleagues and to be able to explain to them, you know, if you have an issue with them or um, without any drama, just kind of telling them how you feel, if you felt you were undermined at a meeting or you weren't included or, you know, things that people come across mm. every single day when they attend a meeting. And, um, you know, just sticking to the facts, being tactful and, uh, as I say, not getting dramatic about it, you know. Hmm. I had a situation where um, somebody was constantly late in work and anyway, it turns out that they were new to the new to Dublin and, you know, we were, um, I just had to tell them, look, at, you know, this is, this is not on really, you know, the way you're, hmm. you're always late and, Anyway, we sorted it out between kind of she was using the wrong bus bus journeys or trains or whatever. Anyway, so um such a simple, simple exactly. solution. Yes. It's not like as if she's yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. had an addiction problem or something like that. Even though that oh, could no. be a thing. Yeah, but, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So um it's just trying to solve because you mm. don't actually you don't always know what's mm. what's going on, you know? Um So true. And then on on the flip side of that, a colleague of mine was explaining that she'd been in touch with um, her boss actually, and said, praising him on his, um, uh, I suppose, overall work attitude mm. and the impact that had on the office. Mm. Um, and, you know, he makes an effort every single day, unconsciously, I would say, maybe some days consciously, but to make everybody feel welcome and heard and very enthusiastic about their job and how they are making an impact on mm. the earth, on the office and revenue and that kind of thing. So the girl wrote him an email because there, he was looking for highlights of the year or something. And, you know, she just said to him, look at having seen the, the impact of a negative boss in a toxic environment, she wants to praise him. Um, in a very appropriate way and say, you know, well done, you know, mm. and thank you 
for mm. creating this safe, honest space that we can all kind of, we're not yes people, so mm. we can feel as if we can mm. kind of, um, you know, speak our mind and and be heard, you mm. know. And uh, and it's nice because oftentimes people in a position of leadership don't get that kind of positive exactly. feedback. Exactly. He never got you know? that, ever. 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 Okay, never. interesting. But they often just get the problems. Exactly. How, how they're doing things badly, yes. which of course yeah. they need to. That's of course. Part of the role, but. but nobody took the time mm. to... To praise him. Mm. I felt that he, that they, he needed it. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, he's still a human being at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, and even yeah, if he absolutely. owns the company, yeah. um, you know, he was, he, he does make a huge impact there, you know, mm. with his enthusiasm and he's so positive all the time. Mm. And then, you know, there's a knock on effect then in the office because of that. Yes. But because he does it unconsciously most of the time, um, it's just his way, mm. you know, but she felt the need to go and say, God, you know, well done. Makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah, that's really mm. positive. Yeah. And very used to her. Exactly. For doing the, taking yeah, the time to do Exactly, that. yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. So the next thing is um, humility. So I thought humility, obviously humble and that kind of thing, but just not being precious mm. about your position, whatever that is in your mm. job. So... Um, I remember I worked in a startup many, many years ago and because everybody was so conscious of making this a huge success, Mm. everybody just got stuck in. Mm. So down to the managing director who was faxing, now I'm kind of giving away my age by even (laughs) using the word fax, but anyway, um, but he was faxing Mm. and picking up printers and, you know, this kind of thing, anything to, anything just to help and as a result, you know, there was a, a huge sense of teamwork and everybody has your back. Mm. And um, and because, as I say, the MD was doing it, he was leading by example. Yeah, very good. And, yeah. you know, it's, if you see it from the top down, everybody else just kind of falls in. Yeah. So that's, you have the foot soldiers then after that, yeah. if the commanders are, are doing it right, you know. Yeah. And it was a wonderful place to work. And I think... If you were to ask any one of us, now we've all moved on from the place and it would still be everybody's favourite job mm. because of that. You know, there was mm. such camaraderie there. It was wonderful. Mm. Lots of human connection. Exactly. Well, it's a little bit like Simon Sinek says, you know, um, good leaders are the best leaders eat last. Exactly that. So, um, yes, yes, you know, yes. So. Yeah, no, I can relate to that. And not needing to kind of tell everybody, you know, here I am eating last, put a spotlight on me. There you, know? you go. It's, yes. It's, um, so you're kind of leaving your ego at the door. Yeah. And everybody just, everyone showed up to help each other. Mm. You know, it was a wonderful environment to be in. Mm. Really and you always right. get much more then because of people give more because yes. they're actually enjoying it and yes. there's energy about yeah. that whole space. Yeah. That is exactly it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's fascinating. So the last thing I had was on integrity, which, you know, it's it's really just doing what doing the right thing mm. and usually doing the right thing while nobody's watching really. But, mm. you know, it is in essence just doing the right thing. And I think in a work scenario, it is to do with taking responsibility and taking ownership. So if you've made a mistake, just say you're sorry. And um, that's it. You know, emails that you've said you've sent mm. and you didn't and, you know, reservations that you've made and didn't. And, you know, it's it's all just about kind of ties in with honesty as well but um errors in reports and um not blaming it on anybody else obviously which is mm. you know a lot of people's go-to yeah um 
I did make one massive mistake in one of my first jobs. Um, I Tell us. a room. <gasps> it's all a bit cringy. Mm-hmm. But um, I wasn't used to making hotel reservations for a mm. conference. And when you do make bulk or block bookings, they insist on a kind of, um, on a on a down payment, like a deposit. Mm. And uh, anyway, we didn't get the numbers and we were just going to pull out of it because it just didn't work. And we were down 15 grand, which oh the company God. had to honour. And it was my mistake. And I was only like a few oh. weeks in the job. So it was... Oh, poor Adele. Exactly. Well, that's crazy. It was dreadful. But anyway, so again, I like yeah. I just had to say, whoops, this sorry. Yeah, it was me. Um, but anyway, they handled it well and we kind of made the most of it. But, but I'm still. sure like that's giving other people permission in the office to not just to make mistakes, but to mm. own up for them. Absolutely. You know, we all make yes. mistakes. But yeah, 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 yeah. You kind of create a culture yeah, then absolutely. that it's okay to say, I'm sorry, mm. um, it was me. Yeah. And Well, in the financial yeah. crash in the States there, you know, the last financial crash, um, yeah, yeah. Enron, of course, which is one of the big companies, which spiraled it. Yeah. Um, there was a culture there of hiding your mistakes. So if people overplayed their place in the market... Yes, and um, exposed funds, like millions yeah, yeah, and yeah, of millions of money. And um, they just didn't, they just thought, we'll sort it, I'll sort it out tomorrow. Mm. They covered their tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was all about the big deals and the big man and the big, here am I, and I'm mm. amazing. And there was no culture of, listen, I blew it here. Exactly. And so people were blowing it all over the place, yeah. but nobody knew about it. And to the bank's here. Well, mm. another that's story. Another, that's another podcast. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd written another thing here about integrity. Mm-hmm. And it was another colleague of mine um, that wanted to recognize the extreme workload that another colleague was under. Okay, that's always and nice. And she went to she went to our boss and said, you know, this is this is the kind of the story where she this other per, uh, colleague was at, and um, she wasn't sleeping, and she'd taken on a new role, and she'd. I, I I really feel she'd kind of just gone above and beyond and uh, she'd recommend that this girl was given an extra bonus and, you know, more recognition and even more praise than, you know, she would normally have gotten. So I just thought that was mm. kind of a cool thing to do, really, mm. you know, just to kind of say, mm. well done. and But just to recognise that this girl, so she had this girl's back as well, you know. Yeah. Um, well, it so, shows that the lovely thing to notice other people. Exactly. That you're not just yes, in it for yes, yourself. Yes. You're not just a single hundred percent. You know, mm. a single employee that you're a team and together you yeah. move it forward and mm. it just it creates such a different culture to be able to actually totally. value the contribution of others in the team yeah. and to go to the level of actually going to your boss, can you give her an extra bonus and make sure she's well looked after? Exactly. Yes, yes. Like yes. instead of going, Well, yeah. I'm not gonna get in the bonus if I say that and will that loosen my <laughs> bonus? Like that's yeah, really no, magna- right. that's real magnanimous stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's yes, the humility yes, yes. to be able to go on my own. I'm I make a contribution. Mm. Together we yeah. drive things forward. There you go. Which is a and big it's difference. A success then because of that, you know. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's impressive. And can I ask, like, um, you know, Adele, listening to you know to that those you know those wonderful virtues of you know integrity, humility, and honesty. Mm. If um, you know somebody's listening in here and thinking, okay. Right, they're lovely virtues, you know, but if I act virtuously, you know, mm. if I, you know, even the last example, you know, if I act with integrity and I go to my boss and I say, listen, mm. so-and-so, she's really pulled her weight. She's, she's, you know, put her head above the parrot, part of it more than anybody. And, you know, I think mm. she needs, she deserves special recognition this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, sometimes we can think of, you know, 
okay, I might lose out there, number one. Mm-hmm. Or number two is that, you know, if I reach out to somebody all the time in a consistent way and I'm supportive and I'm this and that and I'm, you know, showing up, as you say, with honesty or humility and, you know, doing the extra, you know, photocopying for somebody or whatever mm-hmm. needed, um, I could end up being treated like a doormat. So what would you say to that kind of sort of misgivings about being virtuous? Like, do you yeah, think it's... Yeah, I suppose. No, I, I, I do. I see where you're coming from. Um, there would be, uh, I think that would be just down to a, a kind of a balancing act. So between assertiveness, you have mm. um, aggressive and subservient. So you don't mm. really want to be either of these people. Um, it's assertiveness is really what we're kind of trying to strive for. Mm. And, you know, not being a yes person but still getting your point across, mm. you know. And um, yeah, it's, it's it's a balancing act. Uh, mm. We also, you know, a friend of mine was talking about um, the Ten Commandments and one of them being that treat your neighbour as yourself. Mm. But there's a comma between that. So it's, you know, be, treat your neighbour and we, and we all trying to strive to do that, especially this time of year. And we're just kind of trying to look after everybody else. And But as thyself, mm. there is a comma there. Mm. And I think, you know, sometimes that's overlooked. Mm. Um, and it's really important, you mm. know. Um, yeah, and as you say, so, it means that you're not, um, you're not just scratching somebody's back if they scratch yours, dependent exactly, on their reaction. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm. But just as, as yourself, treat mm. others as you would like. Mm. you to be treated you know mm. no mm. totally no that makes a lot of sense and um you know i suppose as you say if you're a believer if you believe in those values mm. you, know, the, you know the ten commandments you know you do see life differently absolutely so it's not yeah. just about getting the getting the best out of every situation for yourself no. it's you know it's you seeing life's a journey and well it's eternal life in this heaven Exactly, yes. Like uh, my um, family member was at a funeral yesterday and he said mm. to me, he said, you know, I was very impressed with the priest's homily. He said, listen, some of you here think this is the end. It's mm. not, this is the beginning. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, he yeah, said, yeah. you could hear, you know, pin drop. And it was, mm. but that whole idea that, well, yeah, we're, the purpose of life is to choose heaven every day. Yeah. You know, and that's choosing mm. the best of what's human and, and, and that's what virtue mm. is. It's not just surviving. It's not just covering, you know, covering my, yeah, my, yeah, my, yeah. My, my, my blocks. It's, mm. it's thriving, it's surviving, it's, it's flourishing and, and and flourishing isn't the same as being successful. I'm always fascinated by that. You know, you can have very successful people, yeah. but um, they're powerful, they're rich, they have a reputation to beat the band, mm. but they're they're not flourishing as people, as in as human beings. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You know, often the people who flourish are the people who aren't even noticed on the big stage. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, I totally agree more with that. Um, and the other virtue that I actually like to. Um, well, live by is probably, but hope. Yeah, it's a very strong yeah. one for me, actually. And um, Pope Benedict said, "People who live with hope live differently." Yeah, and I just think that's a wonderful, wonderful way to be, a wonderful outlook to have on life. You mm. know, just to be hopeful. Um, and it's like a superpower. You realize, I want to be better. Yes. I want to be bigger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. looking around for the affirmation mm. of what everybody else is doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's very powerful. And. Um, can I ask another question, Adele? Like, what if I'm just not feeling like it? You know, like you've mm. mentioned there, for hope, obviously, that's a really inspiring and motivating. Yeah. Um, but what if, you know, 
some of our listeners out there are thinking, you know, I'm struggling in so many areas. You know, I'm mm. time poor. I've worked deadlines, I've family commitments. How can I add another to-do list? You know, thou shalt be virtuous, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you say to anyone out there who's feeling just reluctant to, to, to try to be virtuous in their workplace? Yeah, I mean, there's there's actually a thing called, it's, it's called the multiplier effect. Yeah. Have you heard of it? Yeah? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've only just kind of stumbled on that in the last while. And, um, you know, research has been shown that um, employees who kind of commit to virtue in the workplace, they have a hugely positive impact in their environment. I suppose, first off, they're just nicer people to be around and nicer people to work with. And that then has its, it's really a knock-on effect, the multiplier effect, you Mm. know, so it's, it means that your work environment becomes just an overall better experience. So people like working with these people. Their colleagues feel that they matter, yeah. that they come first as human beings, you know, first of all, and um, and not just as colleagues, you know. And mm. um, when people feel that they matter, then they're going to be more committed to their work. Mm. So, And that's a lot to do with how you treat them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I think it all comes back to um, how you want to show up, Yeah, you know, and having a good work ethic, mm. you know, and... Um, and would you say that, like, work ethic, It's sometimes we hear that and we think it's a corporate work ethic or the yeah, corporate yeah, mission yeah. statement. Mm. It's more like having your own personal mission Person. statement yeah, and your personal work mm. ethic. Exactly. You know? Yeah. No, um, I totally agree. And, it, like, it strikes me from what you're saying there as well is that, you know, you can't change other people. No. You can't change a lot of things about your workplace. No. But what you can do is change yourself. And your responses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. of course. Because it all happens with you. It all starts with you. Yeah. Mm. And in some ways, would you say that that's the greatest form of self-respect? Exactly. Because you're actually yes. saying you matter. Yeah. I want mm. to do better because I'm not quite saying I'm above them. No, But I'm no, above no. this. They, no, this is values. Yeah. I want to strive for this value. Yeah, it's like course. an internal commitment. Yeah, yeah, An internal yeah. compass, as it were. Mm. Um. Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, yeah. Like it's even, I, I was ref- thinking there as you were talking about honesty. You know, if you're honest, you know, in those lovely examples you gave or, mm. you know, you've got integrity and you kind of say, mm, whoopsie, that was me, I own up. Mm. You're giving other people the psychological safety to go, okay, well, she did and she didn't get fired. Exactly. So I can do it too and I've done loads yeah. of mistakes mm. and I actually don't know how to do this. So maybe I'll ask for help yes, of next course. time instead of feeling like I should know how yeah. to do this. Yeah, of course. You know, yeah. um, and also I just think the other one that's really powerful is the whole thing of... Um, you know, in the same vein, you know, if you make a mistake asking for forgiveness, you know, mm. even when you've hurt somebody, you know, you've been, a, you've had a bad hair day, a really tough meeting and be able to go back, go to somebody and say, look, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean yeah, to come across that absolutely. way. And, you know. It's a huge sign of maturity. Yeah, yeah it is actually. And, yeah. you know, people at the end of the day, like we are adults mm. and um, don't always behave like them, but, you know, it's, I, I, just, I have huge admiration for somebody that comes up and says, listen, that was 100% me. I'm sorry. Mm. Um, and and you're much more willing to help them mm. solve the problem. Absolutely. If they can start off with a little humility and just yeah. say, "Listen, sorry, um, it was my fault. How can we fix it?" Mm. Um, yeah. And that's it. You can work together then. You yeah, know. Yeah. Absolutely. And you see that it's also lovely when you see it in people in senior leadership positions. Exactly. They kind of go, "Listen, this to do. Would yeah. you like to do it? It'd be great. I actually yeah. know how to do this. It'd be mm. awesome." It's not a sign of weakness. No. It's just a sign of wow. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Mm. You know. Um, so just to finish, uh, Doug, we've yeah. come to the end. But um, of course, are there any takeaways that you'd like for our listeners? 
the sentence that I just want to hone in on really is the only person you can change is you. Yeah. So if if you were to remember nothing really from this and take that away from you, it's that's kind of key to it. Mm. So and out of that, um, we can become we can become better by our actions if we choose them virtuously. Mm. And yeah. um, just to recap then on the three that we had chosen, which was integrity, honesty, and humility. The honesty really well. It's fairly self-explanatory, but just being seen for for who you are, even in the workplace, you know, mm. and um, integrity, doing the right thing, even while no one's watching. And humility in the workplace, I I just kind of said, not being precious about your position. So managing directors, kind of leading by example and, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, I suppose on a personal note, it's not always easy. Mm. to be virtuous mm. you know I don't get up in the morning thinking oh yeah that's great I'm going to be virtuous today it you know it doesn't always happen and it doesn't mm. happen that easy for me either you know um and certainly in a difficult work situation I would often I suppose it comes with a bit of maturity now but um just pause before mm. I dive in and react to a situation I try to pause and just maybe say a little prayer and, mm. you know, ask for a little bit of guidance and can't really do it all here on my own. And, you know, just kind of that's... Step back so you can step in. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. Exactly. Perfect. I like that. Yeah, yeah that's really mm. nice. Well, listen, thank you so much, Adele. That's been a really very fascinating yeah. podcast. Um, and... Yeah, thank you listeners for listening um, if you like our podcast please click follow and in our show notes you will find a link to subscribe and you can get extra resources from today's podcast and a monthly email with information on our upcoming podcasts blog posts and hearts and minds overnights for 2024 because they're already up on our will be up on our website okay thank you